Hello there, and welcome to Blue Milk Latte, Star Wars podcast. I am your host, Kent Blue Milk Latte Solace, and with me, as always, aboard the Blue Milk Latte Star Cruiser is our trusty co-pilot, Chris Christophsis Mead. Hey, guys, what's up? Hey, welcome back. So this episode, we're going to go just straight into it. Um, we're going to be talking about all things Ray's New Jedi Order movie. Um, we have some updates, some some uh, theories, some speculative things, um, and then also we just want to talk about things that we may or may not see um, in the upcoming movie, which we think, as of right now anyway, um, is going to be the first one out the gate as far as the three new Star Wars films that were revealed to be coming out. Um, it looks like it might be Ray's new Jedi Order movie first, then we'll get Dave Filoni's Mandoverse movie, followed by James Mangold's um, Dawn of the Jedi sort of thing. I mean, that's as of May 2023, that's right. where these things stand. Um, some, you know, nothing's set in stone with these things, but that's what we're looking at so far. Um, so kind of pulling from a article from ScreenRant.com, um, we have a few new insights here about the movie. The Jedi are going to be in chaos and raise new Jedi order. We'll see her struggle um, to rebuild the Jedi order it'll take place 15 years after the events of the rise of skywalker um and uh we're gonna see the creation of a new jedi order it's gonna be directed by shareem abad chinoy um and uh let's see here um it doesn't have an official title and so far pretty much the only cast member officially confirmed is daisy ridley back is ray um Speaking to Empire about the state of the galaxy during Ray's new Star Wars film, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy mentioned that the Jedi are going to be in chaos after the fall of the First Order. According to Kennedy, Ray will try to rebuild the Jedi Order using both the sacred Jedi texts she acquired during Star Wars The Last Jedi and the lessons Luke Skywalker taught her. Kennedy also mentioned the question of how many Jedi exist anymore. And uh, an interesting reflection considering that Ray Skywalker was assumed to be the last Jedi. Um... So, a couple things before we get into the rest of the article here. Um, who are some of the... Sp- this is all speculation as of right now. It could come out tomorrow that a couple of these are confirmed. Probably not, but you never know. Um, who are some of the characters that you would like to see return, Chris? Uh, we'll kind of just volleyball back and forth here. Right. Um, go ahead. Uh, for Let's see. Uh, we'll go a little lower on the list. Uh, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll go bottom. Uh, let's go with the bottom of our list and work our way up. All right. I don't know. I don't know what you're about to say, but just uh, I'm gonna say Ghost Luke. You want Ghost Luke back? I do want Ghost go- Luke. Back. Luke Mark Hamill is looking pretty darn fit as of uh, as of a few days ago when they did the Leia star dedication yeah. on, on uh, in Hollywood. Um, I mean, he's he still he, yeah, he's still around. So why wouldn't you try and like use him? Yeah, since we know he's a Force ghost. That would be pretty cool. Um, I mean, the only hesitation that I have for that, I would personally love it, but I do know that they branded the that ninth movie, The Rise of Skywalker, kind of as the end of the Skywalker saga. Except so, that Ray's last name is what now? Palpatine. I just kidding. I, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Skywalker. It's Ray Skywalker. I know. I know. It's about a Skywalker. I know. Um, so maybe, I mean, that could have been something they were saying just to, 
I don't know, get more butts in the seats, be like, hey, guys, you got to make sure you watch this movie. It's the end of the thing, you know what I mean? Kind of pull in, like, a, an endgame sort of thing. Like, hey, you guys uh, need to see this Avengers endgame thing. It's the end of the road for these characters, even though well, half of them have went that, on. Like, the, the, the patterns are already set in these movies, other than the prequels, that anytime your protagonist gets himself in a bind, who do they get advice from? A ghost. Yeah, true. I mean, that's what happened in. <laughs> that's a very good point. Five and six. That's what's happened in episodes. Uh, uh, what is it? Not Force Awakens. The other two. Last, Last Jedi. Last Jedi and the Rise, Rise of Skywalker, Skywalker both had, yeah. you know, powwows with ghosts. It's true. It didn't happen in the prequels, but they might not. Have there weren't known. any ghosts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but well, also, yeah, they might not have known at that time how to harness that power because. They right. do have that line in Revenge of the Sith that they're like, "Oh, Yoda figured this thing out." Right. So, and even it, even at the end of the Kenobi series, who does Kenobi talk to? Dairy Queen guy, a ghost. Oh yeah, <laughs> Qui Gon Jinn. Yes, yeah, 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 Qui Gon yeah. Jinn. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be pretty awesome. I want it. How they will incorporate it, I don't know. Well, I mean, it makes perfect sense that it would be one of those things where she gets herself, you know, her orders in, in chaos, trying to figure out what to do with it, so that, you know, she would go to Luke to get some advice about how he managed his Jedi order. Or maybe she goes to burn, and this might be a little too on the nose, she, she goes to burn the books, and then Ghost Luke comes out and is like, hey, uh, is that a good idea? I don't know. Like, kind of like what Yoda yeah. did to him in The Last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, very good one. Very good way to kick off the list. So some of mine, I'm going to have a twofer here, that I would like to see come back. Uh, and this more so works on a couple different levels for me. It works on a nostalgic level, but it also works on a business slash marketing level. Okay. I feel like you always have to have some level of familiarity, bringing in the old with the new to make some of these things work. And I feel that R2, bringing back R2-D2 and C-3PO would... Let, let me finish some stuff okay. here. I got okay. I got a thought or two. Um, bringing them back just in the thing would be nice because R2-D2, for the most part of what we've seen, he's been a part of every single story, more or less. There's even that fan theory that all these stories that we're getting is because R2-D2 has recorded them personally and is projecting them to us, and that's kind of how we're getting the story. And R2-D2, I'm, he, t- nowadays, back in the day, R.I.P. Kenny Baker, um, he would need to be in there in the thing. Nowadays, you don't need that. You could just have him in there, and the sound clips already exist. Anthony Daniels is 77 years old, but I think it would be pretty cool if he just became more or less a voice actor at this point. And uh, I don't see how it would be that difficult to make him mechanize like C-3PO. Like make him look more or less the same as he has always looked, but just make him like animatronic and have him walk around and stuff. I don't think it would be that hard. I could be wrong. Okay. I'm going to use your own logic against you here. Oh, boy. Because you pointed out about my Ghost Luke theory about, well, isn't this a new thing? Yeah, is this a new thing? And aren't R2D and C3PO kind of synonymous with the Skywalker saga as they're tightly, you know, wound into his that storyline, that bloodline? So if we're gonna do something new, don't we wanna like, you know, not have C3PO and R2D2? I'm just saying I want them back, not as main characters or anything, just to be featured somewhere in the movie. Okay. 
at least that way so that RT, they could get kind of maybe they're like in a briefing room and then they're getting all the information of what's going on in the movie. That way R2D2 can kind of this is just my headcanon record it for post prosperity's sake. Okay. And then he can relay the information just so we can keep going with the fan theory of like R2D2 is just telling this epic story of Star Wars like here and there. Cuz they do pop up in Rogue One. Right. They don't pop up in Solo? No. no. Darn. So it already falls apart. Yep. Yub nub. Well, I want it back anyway. Because, I mean, because <laughs> you, you, those uh, those Disney folks are excellent at creating new droids. As sp- I'm looking at UBB-8. I'm looking at UBD-1. They're great at coming up with new droid Dio. characters. Um, yeah, Dio. But I'm thinking about just like the packaging of Star Wars toys in 2025 or whatever it is. And I think, you know, you want new characters as well as old characters. And I don't I don't see a world in which you don't have R2-D2 and C-3PO, at least somewhere involved. And <clears throat> not to get nihilistic about things, but I feel like we only have so much time left with Anthony Daniels. Right. And it'd be kind of nice just to, if he wants to keep working, to let him keep working. And if he doesn't, then that's fine, too. And then we can kind of retire these characters. So maybe just leave it, I guess, kind of up to him, maybe? Okay. I don't know. All right. Um, okay, what other characters you got? Uh, what else do I got here? Let's do... Oh, this is a little out, out, out of left field one. Uh, I would like to see Grogu. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, is a, that's a very strong candidate. A lot of people are thinking we'll be getting that because... It's it's been said that Yoda first started training when he was around a hundred years old, right? And if you look up where the Mandalorian is, and then where it's going to be bumping up with this movie, it's exactly when Grogu will be turning about a hundred. All right. Well, yeah. So maybe that's your your toy packaging character right there. Boom, Grogu. But it'll be like Teen Grogu. Ah, oh, that's. Pretty cute. <laughs> not that teenagers are that cute, but they're kind of like, yeah, they're kind of like they're kind of stop faced and stuff. Yeah, when he's got his uh, scraggly like uh, mustache coming in. Yeah, yeah, his, scr- little, his like- peach fuzz, and then he's gonna have like the teeniest of tiniest little, little gray braids. His little uh, padawan, his braid, little yeah. padawan braid. Oh yeah. god, <laughs> uh, that's cute. Uh, it went back to cute again. I kind of <laughs> like it. I'm digging it. Right. I mean, Teen Groot works. Yeah, although Muscle Builder Groot, I'm not as big a fan of. But no, have you seen the new Guardians? Movie? I have not seen it yet. Okay, okay. Well, different podcast, different day. Um, okay, so I have a, a kind of uh, a lot of Rise of Skywalker characters, I guess. I mean, I know that Rise of Skywalker is a little divisive here and there. I didn't think it was nowadays, but I guess it's slowly turning into that. Um, I'd like to see Lieutenant Connick's back, uh, Billy Lord's character. Um, kind of either doing something with whatever the resistance kind of cooks up in the in the future, um, or just kind of being a leader, just so we have some uh some fun ties, I guess, back to Carrie Fisher by having yeah. her daughter in there because she's not super heavily featured, but she's in there enough to be like, oh, okay, that's cool. I I like her in there. All right. Um. And okay, here's another fun one. This 
I'm, I'm man. I'm pulling from some of the ones that some people don't really like, but I do. Um, Broom Boy. Yeah, I kind of think it'd be pretty cool. Broom Boy. He yeah, he should definitely be uh, in training as a Jedi. I think. Yeah, because fi- he's you could are he's around ten years old during the Last Jedi. Yeah. So he'd be around twenty six ish. He'd be, I mean, older now that I think about it, but it's going to be kind of interesting to see what kind of rules that Rey keeps from the books, but she also implements for her new order. You know what I mean? Like before, attachment was forbidden, and I think that it's probably still going to stay that way. However, could she, she translate attachment to something else and you can have say romantic partners as long as you I don't know don't I don't know well, to be don't fair, do though, something with attachment we don't know a lot about how Luke ran his Jedi Order either true I mean he might have he might have changed some of the rules up too yeah because she is going to be taking some from the ancient book stuff and then right we're also going to be getting yeah you're right Luke's Luke's take on yeah. things it's going to be kind of really interesting because I wonder if those books were cooked up in the James Mangold era Sort of thing. Uh, you would assume. I, I was at least one of them, you know, or a couple of them. Yeah. So these books are going to be, I think, kind of important to, like, uh, these book end movies. Right. Uh, um, <clears throat> so kind of carrying on or carrying on here from the article, the idea that the Jedi are in chaos 15 years after the rise of Skywalker is very curious. By the end of Return of the Jedi, Luke Skywalker was the last Jedi. At least according to Yoda. Um, well, him and his sister, anyway. Um, more than 30 years later, Luke's Jedi Academy had fallen, and the Jedi were once again close to extinction. Luke promised in The Last Jedi that there would be other Jedi after him, in reference to Rey. Following the sacrifices of Luke Skywalker, Leia Organa, and Ben Solo, the sequel trilogy suggested that Rey was the only fully trained, experienced Jedi left in the galaxy. Uh, Rey's new Jedi Order movie is expected to introduce in a lot of new Force-sensitive characters. In addition, if Finn returns and Rey's new Star Wars film, Star Wars film can finally fix the sequel's trilogy mistake and make Finn a Jedi. Even still, a Jedi... This is from the article, by the way, not necessarily my thoughts, but yeah. Um, even still, Jedi at Chaos presumes the existence of multiple Jedi and perhaps even different Jedi factions. Ooh. That would be interesting. That'd be very interesting. That's something I haven't really seen before. Yeah. Um, Star Wars could be setting up a Jedi Civil War. Although that was kind of what we were talking about, like the, the different rules about the Jedi. Maybe there's maybe there's gonna be a couple people who have experience or read, you know, histories of like the the uh, Republic eras where like the Jedi were real strict about attachments and stuff, and Ray's like, No, no, you can have friends. And like, oh no, you can't. <laughs> yeah, I mean at the end of the day, the being a Jedi is a form of religion in the galaxy far, right. far away, right? And we know tons of religions nowadays that all follow one thing, but there's like 19 different sects right. of yeah. that ways, thing. Ways to interpret that thing. So, I mean, that makes a lot of you know yeah. per- perfect sense uh, as far as building up drama, but also just real-world implications as well. Yeah. Um, there is no shortage of possibilities for how Star Wars can introduce new Jedi during the post-Skywalker saga timeline. For example, a Jedi who survived Order 66 may have taught a new generation of students who then had their own students. Likewise, established characters like Grogu or an older Jason Sandula 
can still be around during Rey's new Jedi Order. Regardless, the possibility of a Jedi Civil War happening while Rey tries to rebuild the Jedi Order is incredibly promising. Boom. And that's the end of that article. Thank you, Screen Rant. So, I want to touch on this. Finn, he has to come back, I would think. Uh, Yeah, I mean, short of... um... Oh, man. Killing him off off screen, but even then, right. that's kind of well, that's mean, that's even more so a sucker punch. No, I was say short of the actor just not wanting to come at all, like not wanting to have anything to do with it. Was just like, nope, not going back there again. Yeah, yeah. I always go back to that quote that he gave, where someone asked him at a press junket if he was going to be like in a Disney Plus thing, and he said he specifically used the words, "Oh no, they're not going to Disney Plus me," which leads me to think. He means he doesn't want to do any TV stuff, but right. he's he maybe might. open to some feature stuff. Uh, I think I think there's probably a good chance of him coming back because we have um, a director who isn't your typical, uh, you know, white male, uh, you know, Hollywood type. Yeah, yeah. That you know, I think he'll be more inclined to come back because he'll have someone who's who was able to like you know use his voice better. Yeah, for sure. Um, do we think Poe comes back? I don't know why Poe would come back, to be honest. Because they're they've won the war together. No, I know, but I'm just like I don't. If it's all Jedi stuff, unless Poe is like the new like head of the government, because that's something else that we haven't really talked about. Is like after Rise of Skywalker, after you get through those that, that trilogy of movies, there's nothing left as far as any kind of power structure yeah. for the galaxy, yeah. because the First Order's gone, the Hosnian Prime system's gone. Uh, who's running the show anymore? <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe it kind of reverts back on itself, where all the planets just kind of go back to like doing their own thing, and maybe, uh, yeah, there is no local or central government. government. That's that could be pretty interesting too. Yeah, because then you could have that'd be interesting because you could have different planets with force users on them that follow slightly different things, like the right. force users on this planet are more in tune with I mean I think all Jedi are in tune with nature but they're like very in tune with nature. Well that's that's the thing when you get into the old like legends extended universe there was a lot of there they had spent a lot of time introducing these different force users that were not Jedi tradition not part of the Jedi tradition at all. Yeah. Cuz there was like the like the Night Sisters was one and and they're very different now but like in the original books like they were very into nature and they used to ride around on rancors was their whole thing. Yeah, they were kind of like Amazonians that rode na- rancors. They're pretty. They're pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think something is also a little fishy with Patty Jenkins' movie getting more or less shelved because you would assume that Poe would be featured in that one because yeah. it was going to be a Top Gun and thing, right? So I think if you're gonna use him. You don't need him in this other Patty Jenkins thing, which might be why they get shelved. Which is why I think. Poe may or may not be coming back. Okay. In a thing. I don't know. Yeah, I mean unless he's like the old grizzled like war veteran, I don't know I don't know like how else you use him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I'm not, I'm not too sure. You know what's crazy to think about though? Here here's just some timeline stuff. So for the kids that saw Revenge of the Sith when they were a kid. Okay. When they by the time we got to The Force Awakens, which is released ten years later, they're adults now more or less. Right, was right. really mind blowing to think the kids that saw The Force Awakens in 2015 were now, by the time this movie comes out, going to be ten years later. So now they're adults now. Okay, 
Isn't that crazy to think about? Yeah. But the only, the only really different thing, I guess, is where the people that saw Revenge of the Sith, none of those characters really. Yeah, no, none of them really. Outside of like Palpatine, and then that's about it. Were well, not even Palpatine because he wasn't even really mentioned. Um, they don't transfer over to the Force Awakens. It's a very different era. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. As to where the kids that saw Ray when they were a kid, they're gonna see Ray again ten years later. Right. It's kind of interesting. I wonder yeah. how that's going to affect. I don't know. I wonder if that's going to help out its cause as far as like keeping fans or or what i don't know yeah i don't know it's hard to say because i think that the sequel trilogy still has not come back around again fully i mean some of it has most people kind of like force awakens last jedi's come people really make turn a corner on it but rise skywalker is still yeah it's it's still not not in come out of the dark yet (laughs) yeah and i feel like also I don't think these movies are necessarily beholden to theme park things of a certain kind, but it is kind of convenient that the timelines of all three of these movies that were announced, you can kind of all filter them all into Galaxy's Edge. And what I mean by that is the Mando stuff kind of is close enough in timeline because Gal- the whole Galaxy's Edge storyline, now that's a hard date to Not it. anymore. Not anymore, really. But it kind of does circle around that 30 to 35 years after the Battle of Yavin sort of thing. Well, it's it's technically supposed to, it takes place between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. When it first opened, yeah. Now it's well, kind that, of... Well, that's where all the risers, all the risers are that. True, Rise, true. Of Sky- Rise of Resistance is true. Exactly, that's, it's exactly where it's at. True, true, true. So the Mando stuff is close enough, I think, a date where you can kind of just glaze over that a little. Right. Well, I think Disney, to get a little meta about it, Disney realized their mistake when they looked at what they can do with Avengers Campus. Yeah. Because with Avengers Campus, pretty much any new Marvel thing that happens, they can throw a, a meet and greet into their park. Yeah. Whereas because they set their Star Wars stuff at a specific time point, it's a little trickier and you have to kind of squint a bit to throw like a Boba Fett and a Finnick Shan and a Grogu and Din Djarin in there. Yeah. And then, but it makes perfect sense for, you just move up the timeline a little bit and it makes sense for having this new J- Raid Jedi Order thing going right. on, right? And then I also think that this Dawn of the Jedi movie also helps out because they, Galaxy's Edge has tons of stuff that goes into historical things that happened yeah. quote yeah, unquote yeah, yeah. millennia before. So you could very easily incorporate something in that movie and then maybe change like a rock structure or something right. off to the side and be like, Oh, this is the structure they were talking about from yeah, yeah, yeah. many, many eras and millennia ago sort of thing. So I feel like, again, not that these movies are beholden to just theme park attractions and stuff, but they did want something that they could think, uh, cross merchandise. Well, one of the hallmarks of the Disney era is just the, just the synergy, synergizing everything. I mean, yeah. just everything's all tied together. So the, the TV shows and the movies and the cartoons and everything's all like related. Yeah. Yeah. So this uh, Civil War thing among the Jedi, that's a pretty darn good concept. Is there any other way or any other ways that you would like to see this 
this movie go? Yeah, I, a couple of notes I made is I, I would prefer not to see uh, any kind of Empire or First Order remnants. Okay, so um, no Stormtroopers at all. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to see them do something new and fresh, uh, not unlike what they did with the old Repub- the High Republic stuff, where it isn't uh, Sith out the gate. Yeah. I think they're they're going to work their way in the next couple phases, but... It was the the nil, which were like a completely like you know space pirates or space yeah. Vikings or whatever. Yeah, I thought it was really smart because I'm kind of burnt out of the whole Sith Jedi stuff sometimes, and so if we're gonna really start fresh, let's do something new and different. So either like something like the nil, or even like they had some kind of like dark side plant things that they were fighting against too in the higher public stuff. So you know, sentient plant something like that, something like that. This little you know. Uh, to borrow from the old uh, Legends EU, the, the Yuuzhan Vong, or something that's like kind of new that we haven't seen yet. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Um, I'm just going to kind of double down on this Civil War thing that I, I didn't really think about until I was reading this article right now. Yeah. Like, we've never really... We've seen Anakin be, you know, mad at, about the Jedi Order, but we, we've never really seen... Jedi that call themselves Jedi, not like Sith or right. Gray Jedi or whatever you want to. Not that I subscribe to Gray Jedi, but we've never seen two people that call Jedi really kind of going at it. We've seen them be angsty at each other. Like I'm looking at you, like Mace Windu and stuff like that. Right. But we've never seen them kind of just go head to head and be like, "Yo, no, I'm a Jedi. No, I'm well, a Jedi." Is, well, this, this is this is exactly what they they did in this last season of Mandalorian. We have yeah. two different groups of Mandalorians. Yeah. Like. So one group is Jedi, won't take their hats off, and the other ones uh, will. Yeah. Kind of like the Star Wars fandom. We sometimes do that. We're all Star Wars. If you think about it, we're all Star Wars fans, but we a lot of us, or maybe a very small number of us, um, or other people, we do have infighting among the fandom, for sure. So maybe. <laughs> well, to make, well, to make it a little more positive, uh, most there are segments of fandom that really cling to certain movies. There's a whole bunch of fandom that love the prequels mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of fandom that loves the original trilogy yeah and sometimes they cross over on a lot of things but sometimes they will hard fast like some of those original trilogy guys cannot stand those prequels and think they're hot garbage yeah and there's you know and they're I'm sure there's probably some pre- hard diehard prequel people who think the originals are like like old and clunky yeah yeah mcclunky yeah yeah um let's finish this up here by talking about um, what three actors we would like to see join this movie and maybe just a little bit of like the type of character you would like to see them play. Um, I'll kind of kick it off here. Okay. Um, I think it'd be pretty cool to see Brendan Fraser. I know. I almost put him on my list. I know. Because one of the things like they came up with. I know he's it. like the hot thing right now, but you know, I've loved him since the nineties, since he was doing Airheads and the mummy and Encino man and all that stuff. He definitely has a, comedic beginning to him i know he does a lot of dramas too he just won an academy award for the whale um which was a great movie um but i would like to see him maybe like in a not a general role but like some sort of positive good guy militaristic role where um not like a drill sergeant or anything like that but he's like just like uber positive but like yeah we can get this done we got to go get this done we got to do this sort of thing that kind of just moves the story along not a featured guy a supporting character um but i would love to see him somewhere somewhere in this movie all right uh i'm gonna go with uh going kind of going off your thing of like 
picking someone who's a little hot right now. Yeah. Uh, Kiki Kwan. Okay. Uh, I think he. I think it'd be fun to see him. I think it's always fun to see. I think it's. I think it's kind of one of the groups that's um, a little underrepresented in Star Wars is uh, Asians uh-huh. in general. So I think to see kind of more uh, have a make, maybe make him a main character. Um, maybe he's the new giant librarian who runs the library. Yeah. The the new uh, Jocasta. Yeah. For Ray's uh, Jedi Order, or he's the guy who's like translating the the books for for Ray would be kind of fun. Yeah, wait. Uh, you're talking about like short round, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some one one slightly better. What if he plays like a smuggler type character? Yeah, that'd be fun. Like, too. and it would be kind of in cheek, in tongue cheek, cute because he was with Indiana and right. Luke, other you know, and then he would kind of just be following his footsteps. Probably what short round wanted to do with Indiana anyway. Right. So it'd be like kind of like just a tongue in cheek fun role. Yeah. To, for him to play like a smuggler of some kind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Very good. Um, next up for me, I'm going to say Selma Hayek. Okay. I, not only do I think she's a great uh, – or I'm sorry. Let, let me back up here. Not only do I think she's like a beautiful woman and stuff, uh, I think she's a great actress. Um, anytime she's on screen, she just eats up you know, the, right. the scene. I think she usually owns the stuff. And with that type of charisma – I think she could play a pretty cool, not dark side character, but a, a villain's aide or main villain um, of some kind. Um, or maybe just like a act two, um, like an act two villain, not like the main one, but okay. like one that right. just prevents, uh, uh, you know. The mini so- boss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that prevents the heroes from getting like you know one of their first goals off off the map. I think would be cool to see Sama Hayek join the Star Wars galaxy. Uh, also, uh, it would solve the age-old question of why the heck was she not in Book of Boba Fett? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she totally should have been in there somehow. She should have been. Hey, we got Trejo. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's that's one. <laughs> that's one. Yeah. Um. All right. Go ahead. All right. Uh. Okay. So this is kind of notwithstanding his current situations. Uh oh. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go Jonathan Majors. Okay, because he is he, he did really fed, good. He's a very good actor. He did very good as Kang. Yeah. He, uh, he was like, yeah. I mean, he was like Thanos level. Yeah. Good. I I I would like to see him. I sadly I want to see him play a villain. I kind of want to say see him play like a beefy Sith. We've, yeah, we haven't really ever seen like it's a like, beefy. It's like muscular and like yeah, closer would be Darth Maul, and he's more slender in martial right. art. Yeah, 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 but like just a brick. Yeah, S house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sith, yeah. Uh, like Sith Juggernaut type character. Yeah, that could be cool. Maybe like uh, he starts off good in the Jedi doing the Jedi Order thing, but then yeah, he breaks off and like, oh man, we got to go yeah. against this guy, sort of thing. That could be cool. I could also, I mean. Kind of to 180 too. I could see him playing like the Jedi librarian, where he's like, "Oh no, it's over here." It's yeah, that's in true. This hidden section, or he could be the beefy like <laughs> Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the good Jedi guy. Yeah, yeah. That could be cool. Um. All right, last one for me. Uh, this is my number three here. This is a very Kent Solace Blue McClate pick. But I, I don't think most of you. Ginger Binks. No, I, oh. I feel like no, because I've never really mentioned her on the show ever. But I, I'm a big fan of her music, and I'm an even bigger fan 
Liz is already on the show. Of her, <laughs> Liz is already in the Star Wars universe. I'm a big fan of her uh, music, but I'm also a bigger fan of her acting. She has yet to do, in my opinion, a bad movie. Her roles that she gets are just like always like super well written, super fantastic. I'd like to see Lady Gaga. Okay. Up here, yeah. Okay. She's got some like great roles to her name. Plus, she's gonna be in this upcoming Joker two movie, which I know it has some fans up in arms. Like, oh, I don't know about this. I think she's gonna kill it. Having not even seen a trailer yet, just seen some behind the scenes photos, I think she's gonna destroy, do great, and everyone's gonna be eating their words. Well, I don't. I think. <coughs> Welcome to the Joker podcast. Yes, but, yes. Uh, Joker two podcast. I, I Fully like, ado. I feel like people's more problem with her in it is they're not really sure what they're gonna do with the harley queen character than is her specifically i feel and like. it's gonna be a musical which i think is freaking some people out yeah. i think like i said i think she's gonna kill it um she, i'd like to see her play like i don't know how they would incorporate because luke is her mentor but some sort of like character that helps ray in some way not a mentor figure um, but someone that just guides her or provides, like, maybe they go to a planet where she's, like, the the leader of whatever respective planet they go to, and then she provides, like, uh, a place for her to hide out or something okay. like that. All right. I'd think like to that. see. No, but I, I think it'd be pretty cool. I kind of just want to see Lady Gaga have a lightsaber. That'd be pretty awesome, too. Yeah. Yeah. Or, this is just for fun, too. She could have just, like, an eight-second cameo where she's, like, playing music in the background of a cantina but like you know it's her right uh, but and it's not like a lady gaga song it's like some weird star wars song but it's just cool to have her in there anyway i'd be happy with either but she's a fine enough actress to where yeah. she could definitely no, agreed agreed pull, pull some stuff off yeah uh did we yeah you're number three did we hit, hit it yet uh all right here's my third one okay this is gonna be ridiculous it's gonna be weird all isn't it no <laughs> all right you ready for this I'm born ready. Giancarlo Esposito. Okay. As a clone of Bob Gideon. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, here's the plot twist, though. He's a good guy. Maybe. Whoa! Or is he the one clone that survived that has force powers? Does he have a mustache? Because everybody... Coin toss. I don't care. (laughs) He has half of a mustache. Left lip, some peach fuzz. Right lip, nothing. Nothing. All right. Okay, John Cotto Esposito. Yeah, you're really big on him. I I love the Moff Gideon character I, so much. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. Um. Okay, John Carlos Esposito. I'd like to see him play a good guy. He always plays villains, and I get it. He's so damn good at it. I want to see him play a good guy. No, I agree. I think it'd be nice to see him play a good. Guy. Well, that's why. Welcome to the uh, John Carlos Esposito podcast. Right. That's why I really want him to do uh, Professor X for the MCU. Yeah, he would he would destroy. He wants it. Like he wants that role. I think they would give him a chance to be a good guy, but like not a good good guy because Professor X has some skeletons in the closet. Yeah, but no, that's yeah. and in his bald head. Yep. Yeah. Um. Awesome. Very good. So that's kind of that's we could go on a little bit more here, but we're gonna wrap things up here just because we have families to get back to. <laughs> um. That's kind of our New Jedi Order, Raise New Jedi Order uh, speculative podcast, uh, if you will. Um, let us know what you guys, what actors you'd like to see, where you think the story would go, where you want the story to go. Let us know what you guys think. 
on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or even TikTok. Or you could join the conversation on Spotify specifically. Um, we have like Q&A stuff set up there where you could uh, just let us know what you guys think. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Around this time, either before or after, we don't know how we're going to line it up yet. We also did do a Mother's Day episode that, we're, that we dropped, um, either forthcoming or it's already out yet. Um, so if you guys have a mom, which you all do, or you are a mom, which some of you might be, I don't know. Um, go listen to that podcast. Cause it's a really fun one too. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Chris, what would you like to leave with the good people? Uh, I will leave everyone with Jean-Claude Espinio. <laughs> yes. And I will leave everybody with Lady Gaga. All right. Baby, I was born this way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>